0: Keeping a little Hawaii with you. Exactly. In your pocket. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I also, I'm wondering if the lion's mane, you taste any mushroom, umami notes at all in there? Or is it covered kind of by the other powerful notes
1: you know i'm not really tasting it hugely i mean it's it's subtle subtle there you know what i mean it's it's
0: there i just it's not like overwhelmingly much for me thank god (laughs) it's foreshadowing the leo stepping back exactly (laughs) paving the way welcome to cocoa astrology the chocoholics guide to the universe i'm jen and i'm cara In this podcast, two soul sisters hailing from planet Earth were brought together by the forces of the universe. We're here to
1: take you on an otherworldly adventure, delving into the mystical cosmos and unlocking the
0: secrets of the Zodiac. But hold on to your astral hats. That's just the tip of the galactic iceberg because we're doing it all while indulging in the ancient food of the gods, cacao.
1: So buckle up, fellow Earthlings. Grab your favorite bar because we're about to take you on a journey that will leave you craving chocolate and astrology like never before.
0: Welcome to Coco Astrology. Welcome back, my lion pack and all the other fabulous signs in the zodiac. Oh, oh wow. thanks for including us, Kara. <laughs> Triple rhyme. You're welcome. Um, so happy to be here with you, Jen, on our final Leo episode Uh, But first, wanted to get back to what we talked about last week, which was so fun.
1: Um Oh my gosh, yes. Before we start talking about anything we just got to remind our listeners that this is the party episode because car's birthday is coming up and so it's time to get down <laughs> it's
0: also we're recording on madonna's birthday so there might be some madonna references throughout the episode august 16th um very special leo day and, and it's the day
1: of the new moon today exactly which is very exciting we'll talk about that of course
0: yes and first we wanted to just give a shout out Back to Carissa, who we interviewed last week. Um, such a wise Leo, right? With so much um, information about astrology. Really knows her birth chart well. Um, oh my gosh. And- she
1: definitely knows herself. And it was such a pleasure to have her on. I also, for those of you who aren't following us on Instagram yet, you need to. It's Coco Astrology Pod. And we'll put that in the um, notes, of course, for the show. But Tara posted a picture of her and Carissa together and oh my gosh, wow. She and you look so much alike. It's crazy.
0: No comment. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I think so. That's a compliment. Um, Yeah, take a look. We could be sisters, I think.
1: Uh, For real, you could be. And the resemblance is so strong, not just, you know, physical attributes, but just kind of your overall style and essence.
0: Oh, and maybe you too, because we're Leo Virgo cusps, which we'll talk about too. Yes, um, that could influence that. And you should see us on the dance floor, um, which you two might be but exactly. I'm sure, <laughs> Sorry as that, we out about, on that babe. <laughs> All of our listeners want to come dancing, I'm sure. So let's all have a big party. Um, yes. So what is happening in the sky? What is happening this week on this episode, Jen?
1: Oh my gosh, all kinds of fun stuff. We're going to talk about what's going on with the planets. And as we did mention in the last episode, we just had the big K- Kazemi, which was, you know, when Sun and Venus were together on August 13th. And that was a really special day for relationships, especially. What
0: did mm-hmm. you do to celebrate the Kazemi? I did one of my favorite things and one of Carissa's too, right? I did yoga. Um nice. So we actually did there's something called yoga in the gardens. So my partner's family was in town. So we her mom and I went actually and did yoga outside. It was beautiful. And the sun was just blazing out on my face. And it was amazing. I felt blissed out. Um, I was wearing my Leo shirt that my Aunt Sue sent to me. Thank you, Aunt Sue. (laughs) So I was just like, fully taken it in. And uh, yeah, we enjoyed a summer meal outside on the grill and um, had a fire. Perfect Perfect for for Elia. Yes,
1: exactly. What about you? I spent some time with my current partners. Actually, that particular day happens to be sort of an anniversary of sorts for us. And so I spent some time with him and we also did some stargazing because Mm -hmm. there was some meteor showers here in the Northwest. Oh, yeah. And I got to see some really cool uh, meteors in the sky just right here in Portland. I didn't go anywhere where there was super low light or anything. And there was one in particular that just was sort of like slowly blazing across across the sky it was so cool yeah I just was my jaw was open and I was like am I actually seeing this in front of my eyes it was because it looked like it was so low in the sky that was the other thing that was kind of cool about it is you know when you see you know falling stars you can tell they're like way up there right yeah meteor showers are definitely in a lower atmosphere and they like literally looked like it was just a few thousand feet up which of course I know was more than that but it just they were
0: just so beautiful and bright Oh my, that sounds beautiful. And just, wow. It sounds like a magical time and perfect for the Kazemi. Yes. Um, So cool.
1: And you know, I know you're shocked that I love to do some stargazing, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cancer? No. (laughs) And of course, today is the new moon, like we mentioned, which is super exciting. Yeah, the new moon, which um, that's when the Moon is the darkest, right? It came out at this morning, Pacific time, 2.38 a.m., 5.38 my time, Eastern Standard Time. And it's just, apparently this is a great time not just to take in um, new forms of creativity and self-expression, but it's perfect because it is a moon in Leo um, to really focus on that, your inner child and your heart's desires, um, really... Being comfortable in the spotlight, this is like almost your not your last time to shine, I would say, but really soak it in because it's that new moon in Leo, right? Accept your gifts and who you are. And don't forget because it's so bright, the shadow is even,
1: you know, bigger than normal and yes. more. So like also it's a great time to accept that shadow side, accept all the criticism and judgment that comes at you.
0: Right, because you know, while you're growing personally and working on yourself, there's going to be a lot in your environment that's, um, contrasting it right. Or in your face. <laughs> so that being able to, um, take on both sides and make exactly. choices for
1: yourself. But before we get into that, I mean, come on, before we get too far into what's happening that, you know, with as we approach Virgo season, we got to celebrate your birthday sister.
0: Dang. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the best way to celebrate your birthday, of course, is with some chocolate.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Let's do it. I I will admit that um, one other thing I did this weekend was went chocolate shopping. And that's one of my favorite things to do. There's a lot of gourmet shops. I mean, sometimes even in lo- local grocery stores, like high end grocery stores, you can find really good craft chocolate makers, Um, but I picked up some new bars so I'm really excited. That's um, awesome. And I'm, I'm sho- again, I'm shocked you're out cho- chocolate shopping. <laughs> I know. Instead of shopping for anything else, I'm like, it used to be dresses, which I still love, but I think chocolates like replaced a lot of things. Well, um, I recently did a lot of chocolate shopping too, because as you know, there's
1: some great chocolate makers in Hawaii, and it was oh my god yes. not to spend a lot of money there on chocolate. So I did resist too much, but I did find some new bars, which I'm excited to share in mm. upcoming episodes.
0: Can't we'll get wait. to that eventually. (laughs)
1: But first, let's talk about this bar. I'm so excited you finally chose one that we can both enjoy. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites, too. And I know all of your favorites have really been taking over the
0: episode. (laughs) Well, yes, true. Yes, I will accept that. (laughs) At the same time, we talked about a Leo being someone who loves to give. So, and also received so it's perfect because I sent this bar to you for your birthday but I also got myself a bar so we could it's enjoy perfect. it together so you
1: just, yes you sent it for my birthday but now we're enjoying it on your birthday which is perfect and yes. it's so cool that we get to enjoy the same bar at the same time I'll
0: share the spotlight with you Jen <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of my favorite makers but I'm gonna let you introduce because I know this is one of your favorite bars maybe your favorite it is definitely my
1: favorite bar of all time. Uh, it's oh, so
0: tell me about it.
1: Yeah, so Soma Chocolate Maker. They are out of Toronto, Canada. And I actually had the pleasure of seeing this chocolate maker. I got to go visit them when I was in Toronto a few years ago. And this particular chocolate is unreal how good it is. So it's called the Stratus Bar. And they collaborated with Stratus Vineyards in Canada. And basically, when I was there, they told me the story of what they did was they actually had the idea of somehow using these leftover barrels um, to somehow mix with the chocolate. Because, you know, the vineyards Mm -hmm. use these barrels to make the wine. And then they were like, well, maybe we can somehow get this oak flavor into the chocolate. So Mm. when they got the barrels from Stratus Vineyards, what happened was is they had a bunch of leftover grape skins in there as well. And they thought, well, what the heck? We'll just go ahead and use the grape skins too. So they took roasted beans and soaked them in the barrel along with all the grape Mm. skins. And then they make the chocolate bars from these beans. And they realized how amazingly delicious they are because they have this incredible grape fruity flavor that they picked up wow. and I think I don't think they expected to take a p- pick up so much of the grape flavor and it is so delicious
0: that sounds not only sexy but <laughs> 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 magical and kismet and all of the words I've been picking up lately um from Leo season so I can't wait to try this bar with you I actually been smelling it <laughs> as you've been talking like let me close my eyes and smell this bar right now um yeah mm. and
1: it it has such a great um besides the fruitiness that comes from those grape skins right it has such a fantastic chocolate flavor as well like I you know you are a little bit more of the chocolate expert I'm curious what your thoughts are on the on the you know
0: chocolatey flavor note our favorite flavor note (laughs) (laughs) yes um well not only you know just even you describing it with the process, which really speaks to um, craft chocolate makers taking the time, right, taking, developing a story for the bar, right, there's just so much to it. And so much that has gone into it that I just love, right, that, that expression, um, really bringing out the true flavor of the beans. And mixed with the grape skins, which is perfect for summertime and the sun, right? Just these warm, I'm picturing these warm, um, really full grapes. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, taking. The taking juiciness. Yeah, right? the juiciness out of the skins, <laughs> um, really that process of the sun being on the fruit. So I love that. But um, the origin of these beans I was reading is from Costas Esmeraldas, Ecuador, and that That happens to be, so this is your favorite bar, but that happens to be my favorite origin, country of origin, um, and single origin, Costas Esmeraldas. You'll find a lot of bars from there. And typically, the note is chocolate, Um, not just chocolate, but tends to have more of this baked, like a brownie Mm, taste. Yes, yes. And I know we haven't tasted it yet, but... Um, that plus a nuttiness, a lot of times Ecuador will have like floral or nutty kind of flavor notes. So I can't wait to get into it. Um, but I'm really excited. It's 70% dark chocolate. So that is also kind of a perfect um, percentage, right, of cacao. So I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get into it. Me too.
1: The packaging is so beautiful. I know that they got a local artist to create sort of a watercolor Um, You have to really see it to understand, but there's all these cool like swirls on um,
0: the cover with, with this watercolor paintbrush. That's so pretty. It does look like something you would see in a modern art museum Yes, um, with the swirls and the colors really are reminiscent of the Leo um, colors, the boldness. Right. And then also the the deep purples and that red. So I I really find that it's, true to a Leo and the birthday celebration. So I'm going to snap it on audio right yeah, now. Let's hear it. I can hear it. Did you get it? That mm-hmm. was the perfect snap. Again, the yeah. snap represents the tempering, which is one of the parts of the chocolate process, um, really holding the chemistry of the bar together. So kind of applies to the freshness of the bar Um, if it's a darker chocolate bar, you might have a greater snap because it doesn't have like the milk or the cocoa butter, um, added, right? So this is going to be a little bit stronger hold
1: of a bar. So basically the darker, the chocolate, then the the louder, the snap, is that right?
0: Um, sometimes if a maker adds cocoa butter, which may or may not affect the percentage of the bar. Like some dark Mm. chocolate will have higher cocoa butter content than others, I think that is what's going to create a softer snap. So the more cocoa butter or dairy products added, um, which is your milk chocolate, et cetera, you might have that softer snap. If it's been sitting out in the sun, but it's a very high dark chocolate bar, you might also have a softer snap because the chemistry of the bar won't be as intact So that's my nerdy answer. I love Um, it. That totally
1: makes sense to me. It totally makes sense. Cause that's why I was struggling last week with the Onamia lime chocolate, because it did seem like a 60%, but I was kept going, maybe this is more like 50% because it was such a soft bar. So it was hard to tell. And of course I didn't say on the packaging. So interesting,
0: interesting, but yeah. Yeah. And this bar, to your point and to your question, this bar does have cacao nibs, organic cane sugar, and the ice wine lease. So it does not have added cocoa butter. So that makes sense why the snap is so strong.
1: Got it. So what flavor notes are you picking up while you're tasting it? I just wanted to make a note that one of the things I've been trying to do lately is to taste the chocolate before looking at the packaging for the flavor notes. Because I know often the chocolate makers will put the different flavor notes that you can find in this bar, which is also helpful. Like if you are somebody like me who really loves to have fruity notes, then you can pick up a bar that has more fruity notes. But it's also fun to just try it and then see, okay, what kind of fruity nuts am I picking up? Are they more like a peach or a plum or are they more like a strawberry blueberry? You know what I mean? It's kind of fun to to test myself without actually looking.
0: Mm. Agreed. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Or 70% like the bar. I love it. I'm, I'm tasting. Lo- I'm trying to be thoughtful, but I I totally agree with you in terms of trying to pick up flavor notes on your own. Don't judge yourself, just like the new moon's telling you, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Take a moment and really think about what you're tasting. And there's no right or wrong answer. Let your senses really guide you. Um, So, and then you can maybe check the packaging and double check. And not all makers will put what their tasting notes are. Um, But what I'm picking up, I mean, I'm getting the, the the wine note right away, which not only is like the grapes, but I'm also almost getting a bit of a balsamic, like a sweet balsamic mm, flavor. Yes. Which I love balsamic vinegar so much. Me too. Best salad dressing ever is just a good balsamic vinaigrette, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What gotta, about you? I gotta agree with you on that one balsamic is a really great way to describe it
1: one of the things that com- comes to my mind when I eat this chocolate is it has that bright sort of mm. um I like to call it candy <laughs> and uh, like basically when I drink when I drink certain wines it's I, I can always tell I'm gonna love it if it has that candy like that bright mm. c- I call it candy it basically just reminds me of like eating some That's candy feeling you. Yeah. And I think it's because my my taste buds I love to pick up, and by candy I mean more like my favorite kinds of candy or like sweet tarts or something with a little bit more of a tartness to them.
0: Like a Jolly Rancher?
1: Yeah, like a Jolly Rancher. I mean, Jolly Ranchers aren't my fave fave, but yeah, something that's got that more tartness to it. Um, mm-hmm. And a, a brighter, fruiter flavor, so not necessarily a, like a deep plum, for example. Like a not, I, I tend to like a little bit more green fruits, for example. I don't like them super overripe. So um, I, I'm you know, with
0: you on that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it, to me, this reminds me of that kind of bright candy, like kind of slight tart fruit flavor.
0: Mm. I think that's a great description, and yeah, cause c- when you taste candy, it is different from the natural. <laughs> fruit, which you tend to have more of a sweet, um, you could have more of a, a bitter aftertaste when, with a real fruit, right? Or a sour note. And I'm not picking up any sour notes at all, right? Yes, or, not sour, yeah. It's not leaving bitterness in my mouth um, at the end, which is also something in the chocolate tasting process is, you know, how does it leave you when you're done with it, right? What are you left with in your mouth? And mine is just, it's still there, but I'm not getting any negative feedback, right? Or any of that, um, yeah, the tart, sour note coming through at the end.
1: Yeah. No, it just has a, like a brightness to the fruitiness. And it's also, you said earlier, the brownies are really picking up that brownie yes. flavor a lot. A lot.
0: Yeah. Mm. And almost a little bit of... and. I did sneak. I did look at the packaging after we talked just now, and um, I'm it's not listed, but I'm almost getting an espresso note, um, mm. like a little bit of a coffee flavor. Yes, not intensely.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting. I'm looking at the packaging now too, and it says sweet cream does say brownies and wild honey. I mm. don't know if I would have necessarily picked out
0: sweet sweet cream. Yeah. I'm but, not getting a creaminess too much as in comparison to other bars we've tried on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could see the wild honey, especially if it's like a, a, a again, a fruitier honey, maybe um, instead of like a, you know, overly sweet, overly ripe honey that you might try.
0: Yeah. If you think about your, your sweet additives, honey tends to, It does have a distinct flavor, but it's not as distinct as molasses or brown sugar, or I feel like it could be more subtle in the background and just have like this sweet thread throughout the bar. And that's kind of, I can, I can taste like that, that sweetness, but it's not standing out. If That makes sense. Yes, totally. Another Mm -hmm. really cool thing about
1: this bar. Sorry. I'm like tasting (laughs) still. I can hear it. (laughs) Um, is that it's so beautiful. The bar itself has this beautiful embossed, picture on it, Oh which yes. is so incredible. I mean, we'll have to post a picture of it because it's so pretty.
0: Mm. Everyone should pick up a bar. It, Soma is not in every shop, but if you're in Portland, I know the Meadow has it. Um, mm-hmm. I ordered from a company that Bar bar and Coco, and they have a lot of different makers, and they're mostly uh, they are an online shop. And so you can order a ton of different makers, um, put a little, put a little party package together for yourself and try to love it.
1: Yes. Put a party package together because this is a party, baby.
0: (laughs) Yes. Holiday. We'll continue this fiesta, Jen, but let's talk a little (laughs) bit more while we're continuing. I'll be tasting while you talk about something that's happening on August 23rd. Yes.
1: So Mercury is in retrograde with Virgo season. It's coming up. So the reason why I'm mentioning it now is because it's important to get your stuff in order before the 23rd. So as you know, Mercury is the sign of communication so mm. and technology. So what people find is that it's not maybe the best time, like once it is in retrograde, to... Do anything, you know, make any big purchases, make any big decisions about anything that has to do with, um, maybe legal stuff, okay, um, and that kind of thing. So you want to take care of all that stuff before the twenty third of August,
0: because like, okay. basically,
1: you know, as we're as we're going into Virgo season, Mercury is in retrograde. And the funny thing is, is when I was in Hawaii, my computer completely died, and um, I the way I'm choosing to see this is that. I need to take care of my computer situation before the 23rd that the universe was looking out for me. Oh so, yes. Yes. And so anyway, I, I had to edit the last episode on my phone. I've actually been working from my phone for the last, I don't know, five days. And this is not super fun to work from your phone, especially when you're working in a lot of documents and whatnot. So anyway, so my, my big crash happened before the retrograde. Thank goodness. So I could take care of, you know, the computer situation
0: before then. Well, I, yes, Jen, that was sounded so stressful. I'm so glad, one, that we recorded before that date, and two, um, that you were able to work on your phone, and with me, I helped. I helped. Totally. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Cara,
1: for helping me. I don't know how I could have done without you, for real. Oh, I, I could not
0: bring in my Leo there, um, no sh- <laughs> <laughs> Of course. I, but I am so thankful that you got your new computer, and that you're good to go, and what I'm hearing from this is we should not record our next episode on the 23rd or right. get everything in order before the 23rd for our first Virgo episode. I totally agree. I totally agree. And two, if you're going to purchase me a Leo birthday gift, do it before the 23rd.
1: <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. If you're, even if you're sending her a belated the gift, make sure you do it before the 23rd. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Technology. I, yeah. I mean, so retrograde gets a really bad rap, right? Is it, it seems like there's always something negative paired with it. Is this true? I mean, it feels like
1: it, it feels like a disruption, right? But it's, it's also sometimes a great way to just take a pause, take a break from whatever it is. So in the case of Mercury, obviously just take a break from anything technology
0: oriented or major communications or purchases. So Jen, can you even tell us what retrograde means and why that's so? Yeah, so
1: basically retrograde just means that the planet is like moving backwards, but it's sort of, it's more of like an apparent backwards of the sky. It's really just relative positions of the planet and the earth and how they're moving around the sun. So uh, a lot of times when something goes in retrograde, it basically just means it's like, it kind of isn't as we don't see it right? It, it's, you know, below the horizon, you know, mm. in the sky. So, um,
0: we're you shadowing.
1: Know. Exactly. It's basically, it's still there. Right. <laughs> and it's not literally going backwards. It just seems to, it's just like, basically, you know, in relation to the earth and the sky
0: saying, I see you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Um, when I, after Carissa was on, I looked up my Natal chart just to see, you know, where where I have a lot of Virgo, where I, where do I have a lot of Leo, all of that, and I did find that my Mercury is in Virgo. So is that extra powerful because it's going to be Virgo season? Yes, exactly. The cool
1: thing is that Virgo is Mercury's favorite sign to be in, so this can actually be a more positive retrograde of all the retrogrades. And to me, it's a sign that basically any setbacks you might experience will actually help you down the road, which is exactly what i just experienced i mean even though we're not even in retrograde yet for mercury mm-hmm. um it basically if you do experience some weird funky things coming up during virgo season it will help you in the future so try to keep that in mind
0: thanks jen that's a good
1: tip but before we get too much into virgo season we have to first say goodbye to leo season i'm so sorry to say kara it's <sighs> it's sometimes you just got to Part your ways.
0: Oh, it's okay. I, I'm channeling the Madonna song Power of Goodbye from Ray of Light. Um, I think that. after Ray of Light, I stopped listening. But, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> we do have to say so long to Leo. And that's okay because, you know, sometimes I feel a sense of relief. I don't know about you. when my When birthday season's over, just because of expectation or just You know, I'm just, wow, I I got over the hurdle of turning another year um, and, you know, just embracing, accepting it and moving on. And so I'm happy to celebrate all the other signs after this.
1: Well, that's nice of you, Kara. Um, and since we are, you know, officially having a little party for you right now and saying goodbye to Leo, I think we should have a little beverage toast. What do you have with you right now? Do you have anything exciting? Because I have a special drink that I brought with me.
0: Ooh. Well, do you want to go first? Sure.
1: So I found this really cool mushroom elixir. It's like kind of like an energy drink that's more natural. And what's cool about it is it's a super bright orange. It's got purples and yellows in it as well. It's got this passion Beautiful. fruit i know you're shocked it's gonna have passion fruit and guava <laughs> yeah. in it and uh, the mushroom that's in it is lion's mane which i thought was perfect
0: for leo season two ding 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 that's so that's perfect yes
1: yes and it's full of energy which i also thought was perfect too
0: <laughs> can you take a picture and we can post it
1: oh for real and it says free your mind on the side which i think is
0: perfect right now too perfect for the new moon exactly and Perfect. what is the brand?
1: It's called it's uh it's Odyssey is the brand.
0: Okay, great. Maybe I've tried that before. I don't know.
1: It's What's really done? delicious. I mean, well I mean, you know me. Mm-hmm. Anything with passion fruit, I'm gonna
0: go for. <laughs> so is the passion fruit the keynote, or do you pick up any guava? Or is the gua- is the passion fruit the star? Let's...
1: The passion fruit's definitely the star, but I definitely pick up some guava too. I love guava as well. Um and it's got it's I started noticing passion fruit guava and orange being used together in fact i'll give a little preview for a future episode i bought it some chocolates when i was in hawaii that had passion fruit orange and guava in it too which i think is hilarious um
0: oh ah, yes keeping a little hawaii with you exactly in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, exactly and i also i'm wondering if the lion's mane you taste any mushroom umami notes at all in there or is it covered kind of by the other powerful notes
1: you know i'm not really tasting it hugely i mean it's, it's subtle subtle there you know what i mean it's it's there i just it's not like overwhelmingly much for me thank god <laughs>
0: it's foreshadowing to the leo stepping back exactly <laughs> paving the way uh but first as you know and i i haven't been consuming many spirits of late um i've really been doing a lot more um, sparkling water and finding more mocktails and things like that. And I don't know, you'll notice uh, the trend kind of in restaurants, there, there are a lot more mocktails on menus. Um, And I found this perfect drink um, modeled after my favorite, which is a Negroni. Um, Mm. So why not indulge in something like that? Um, Heck yeah. A Negroni typically has Campari, gin, vermouth, and a twist of orange, so speaking of oranges, but Mm. this is a phony Negroni, so it's (laughs) non-alcoholic. I love that. I know, it's perfect, and it's um, this beautiful bottle. Uh, It's got purple and gold, um, a gold label on it, and it's by a company called St. Agrestis, and they're from Brooklyn, but they make two non-alcoholic beverages, as well as alcoholic beverages. Um, but I, you order it by the case. And so I couldn't help myself after I tried one of these at a restaurant, I was like, I've got to get more. So indulgent. Um, so I'm having it today. It is red in color. So similar to the Negroni and it's just perfect. It's made with natural flavors. Um, it's carbonated other than a Negroni is not, um, but it has I love, fruit juice. I love a little
1: sparkly. i got to admit, that's what, that's my favorite thing. I've been having a lot of sparkly drinks at night as well because it's just, it just is kind of like, Yes, especially during this hot, hot, sunny Leo season. My God. I know. I know. It's been hot. And <laughs> it's Portland. been really hot in Portland. We had 100 degrees yesterday. But anyway, I won't complain too much about that. <laughs> I'm, that drink sounds amazing. It actually reminds me, I just recently went to a restaurant and they had a, no hido instead of a mojito oh that <laughs> sounds it, perfect it was so good too so cheers to you sister i hope you cheers. have a happy happy birthday and this has been a, such a fun leo season gotta say
0: oh thanks jen it's been so fun talking about the luminaries and um cheers to all the fellow leos who had birthdays this month and uh, we still have another week as we're recording this so yes really we do soak in the summer <laughs>
1: And we also have a whole half of summer left. You guys, the Lions Gate, which happened on 8 8, was the halfway point of summer. So even though it feels like summer's almost over because we're halfway through August, it's actually only half over. So there's much, much more to go. Virgo yes. is still in summer season. And we're right, like we're right, going right into the Virgo Leo cusp season. And technically you're a Leo Virgo cusp.
0: I am. I know we talked about it with Carissa because she falls under that as well. Um, I, I was thinking about all the Leos I know, cause it's kind of endless and, you know, just like the celebrities that we went down, but there are yes. so many Leo Virgo cusps that I know probably more than, you know, true in the season Leos. Um, My brother and my Aunt Sue, shout out again. And then my partner is technically, even though Virgo, a Leo Virgo cusp. So we'll get into that a little more next season. But did you find out anything about us, Leo Virgo? Yes.
1: So, what I, my little research showed that a Virgo Leo cusp, first of all, is attracted to other cusps. Mm, You know, so, and I'm a Gemini Cancer cusp. So, and obviously you're with another cusp. (laughs) Yes. But also that you are tend to enjoy like a Leo Virgo cusp is a perfect match with a Virgo. So, and oh my goodness. which I think is interesting because I know your, your partner's a little bit more on the Virgo side. Yeah. A little bit more on the Leo side. <laughs> Definitely. I think that's really cool. And the other thing about Virgo Leo cusps is that they're known to be mysterious, passionate, curious. Hmm generous creative and stubborn
0: okay so I'll take all of those <laughs> <I was> stubborn <laughs> no I accept it yes um that makes sense to me Jen just I, really that that energetic nature combined with that analytical side right that kind of logical minded side of Virgo I could really see that in myself where I can't. I can get caught up in ideas, but then I really have to have it on paper, or I really have to have a list and you know an action, a doing, a doer action connected with it.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's perfect because it's, think about it as a fiery sign combined with an earth sign. Right, you're super fiery, but you need that groundedness of the earth in order to really make your creative ideas come to life. So I think yes. if you think about it, is just think about like where fire and earth come together.
0: Hmm. I want more of that earth. Sometimes I I have to say like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) well, we know you do because you, your partner. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We'll get into that more. So now is the time to really squeeze in all the fun, do all the summer things, bask in nature, go for a swim, have a picnic with friends. You guys remember, Mercury is going to be in retrograde as we go into Virgo season. So use this time away from social media.
0: Enjoy yeah, the sun. dancing. Oh, listen to music. Listen to all your favorite Leos before you say goodbye. And <laughs> exactly. Put on some Madonna. La Isla Bonita and get into the groove. There's just a few things happening before Virgo
1: season in the sky on August 22nd, just after your birthday, Venus Squares Jupiter. And again, what this means for you is it's a good time to have fun. You won't, here's the thing though, you'll find yourself not wanting to do chores. You'll want to really indulge
0: because of this. So, you challenge have to accepted.
1: Have... <laughs> so, yeah, enjoy all the fun, but maybe don't get too
0: carried away. Not too many phony Negronis. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> you don't know what's
0: going to happen.
1: Yes. And then, also, another thing that's happening right now actually is the sun is moving into being square with Uranus. And Uranus think about Uranus is all about awakening, purpose, innovation. So, when you pair it with the sun, it's just interesting how much it really will make you super hyper focused on something you might be like almost a little bit manic about something like single minded to be creative in something which is mm. really cool but it it can be a little bit much you might go a little cray on something so <laughs> you know <laughs> so just kind of keep that in mind because that's happening literally this week right now and it will it goes all the way until august
0: 23rd Okay, so you should be more aware of your shadow side. Exactly. Okay, exactly. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) The retrograde. Um, What about this Black Moon Lilith? I heard something about this, that it's a point in space, but I couldn't quite elaborate on that. So, yes. do you know?
1: So the Black Moon Lilith, I did read about this a couple of different places so I researched this to find out what this is all about. And what's really cool about this is that obviously the Lilith comes from the story of Adam and his first wife Lilith. So, apparently Lilith was, you know, not wanting to like comply or surrender to Adam and so she was banished from the Garden of Eden. And then of course, then Eve was born from, you know, supposedly like derived from Adam. Mm. So interesting. Lilith is kind of we tend to think of it as our dark side or the dark side of the moon. And so oh. the Black Moon Lilith is really particularly strong this time around because this this new moon is so close to the Earth. Remember, we have two super moons in August because the moon is really close to earth right now. So that means the new moon is also really close to the earth. So think of the black moon Lilith as a void. It's an absence or, or it's a missing piece. Again, Lilith was banished from the garden. So the black moon Lilith represents our deepest repressed desires that yearn to be expressed. And, you know, right now is such a great time to express yourself. So really pay attention. We're talking about the shadow side, all those things, like really look at those deepest desires you have and
0: Mm -hmm. let them, you know, be expressed. Well said, Jen. And I think, you know, because we're in Leo still, it makes sense to really pay attention to that, right? So what are you repressing? And, you know, Leo is all about the heart um, and really, you know, focused on our strengths, right? And our talents and creativity and drive. And I feel like you know, this is the time. This is the time to really focus on that at the same time as, you know, coming from a place of love and relationships um, because of Venus and the Kazemi and all those grand things that we're experiencing.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening right now. And actually, we can talk about this a little bit more as we get into Virgo season, but a lot of lot of planets are going into retrograde as we go into Virgo season. And so it's kind of crazy how many planets are in retrograde, which we'll talk about later, but just kind of, it's like, there's so much stuff happening right now in the world and in the sky. So, you know, give yourself a little bit of a break and again, enjoy the summer while you can before it gets too crazy. And
0: and just remember all this is, it's not supposed to determine your, what you do, right. But this is just, you know, to help inspire you and to, to get you to think a little bit more about you know, your identity and who you
1: are. 100% Kara, you just nailed it. 100%. Thanks, babe. So let's get into our trivia because Woohoo. I can't wait to ask you my question to see if you know the answer.
0: Oh, I can't wait. And I
1: have a really silly one for you. Oh, yay. <laughs> this is so fun. I love our trivia questions because I feel like I learn so much every time.
0: I learn a lot and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what trivia is all about? (laughs) It's all about that. goes in one ear out the other until it comes up again, and I don't know. So my trivia question for you,
1: I know you're going to be shocked that I'm asking this question, but what is the Leo Virgo cusp known as? What's the name of the Leo Virgo cusp? We talked a little bit about the the Cancer Gemini cusp and the um, Cancer Leo cusp, but what about the Leo Virgo cusp?
0: Hmm. All right. How about the cusp of campfire?
1: <laughs> I mean, that's actually not bad because, you know, that is kind of what a Leo Virgo cusp is like a campfire, right? Uh, tell me. <laughs> it is the cusp of exposure.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So it's interesting because it kind of has this,
1: like, you know, the Leo likes to be exposed, right? And Virgo is much more of a, like, perfectionist side, right? So you've had that sort of passionate Leo with a perfectionist Virgo, and it's creating Mm. this, like, fiery thing, campfire
0: on Earth. So I, I, you know, I I like the campfire cusp. (laughs) I really appreciate your adaptability as a Cancer to my answer. (laughs) And that makes sense because you... When you're on, you're on the cusp of Virgo, which is a little more grounded, you're a little more exposed, you're a little more vulnerable, right, to um, the environment. So it makes sense to me and that fire. I love that answer. Yes. 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 To all the yeses. Yes. So here's mine to you. And this is okay. a throwback to episode two. And our celebrity couples, because I have been saying happy birthday to everybody every day. (laughs) I know, right? And yesterday, we're recording on the 16th, yesterday was um, Napoleon and Ben Affleck's birthday. So I had to give a shout back out to Bennifer. Um, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Ben and Jen. I was like, how did they celebrate with all their money? Um, According to Style Or
1: Napoleon, Napola Ben, right? Napoleon Ben, (laughs) Exactly.
0: the mashups they look alike
1: they do it's scary by the way again on our instagram we had a happy birthday message from both of them I loved loved that one <laughs> check
0: it out <laughs> um so according to Stylecaster, which is an astrology um online source and the universe why is it that j and Ben were just meant to be destined if you will to be together it's a multiple choice okay okay <laughs> I can't wait to hear this a, they share the same moon sign. B, their first engagement took place while was retrograding through Scorpio. These okay. <laughs> C. <laughs> it's supposed to be ridiculous. C, Ben and Jennifer broke up while the North Node of Destiny was moving through Taurus. <laughs> wow, D, these are detailed answers. I love this. Ben and Jennifer got back together while the North Node was in Taurus. And leo leos are the best match according to jen (laughs) (laughs) i like that answer the best or f all of the above
1: (laughs) i would i'm gonna guess all of the above but i will say that i think it's primarily because they're leo leo and that they share the same moon sign which i'm so curious what it is i don't know if that you know but that that would make a lot of sense to me if they share the same moon sign and they're both leos i mean I mean, what, what the what? So I, is it right? Is
0: it all the above? Million yeses. Yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> it's all of the above. Um, I mean, you probably could could tell because I could never come up with those instructions. <laughs> <laughs> when you read the article, you're like, okay, this person is obsessed with them, totally, um, yeah. but they share the same moon sign. Apparently it's in Scorpio. And so even though we, Scorpio and Leo aren't the best match, that secretive um, sign. They were. The article was saying because that's part of the reason they they couldn't be together at first was because of their that um, Venus planet of love was retrograding through Scorpio, their moon sign, so they couldn't handle the spotlight together. Um,
1: <laughs> that's so. hilarious. I mean, <laughs> it kind of makes sense if you know about their relationship,
0: though. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Because they've had that, like, up and down, um, you know, I'm sure it's hard to be two celebrities or or even just with one where you always have the paparazzi after you.
1: Totally. Well, and they are both, I mean, obviously, they're both Leos. They both love the spotlight. They both did. And especially back then, I feel like they really both loved it even more. So it probably made it a lot more of um, a sticking point in
0: their relationship, right? Right. And then Jen moved on to another Leo, so, <laughs> or after, well, after Mark Antony, but,
1: so if you're still with us yeah.
0: after all of that rigor morale, um, we'd like to <laughs> bid adieu to Leo and, um, you know, I, I, I'm ready. I think I'm ready to jump into the next season and, um, not the next season of summer, right? Cause we still have half the summer left, as you mentioned
1: Exactly. Y'all go out there, soak in that sun, drink a lot of water and um, do some manifesting in the new moon and just enjoy y'all. Enjoy,
0: enjoy. And if you have any questions for us, or, you know, you would like to be a guest on our podcast or, um, you have, yeah, a deep burning desire to know something or share something about your sign or, a story that you have, please do let us know. You can send us a message through after you follow Coco Astrology Pod or send us an email, Coco Astrology Pod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Boop, boop. Boop. (laughs) All right. Bye,
1: (laughs) You can tell I'm still partying. I'm still partying, Cara. It's not quite your birthday
0: yet, so let's party on. Party on, Wayne. <laughs> or par- oh my party on Jed. <laughs> See y'all next time. See ya.